0: On last week's Irrevelations. I mean this guy is a little ambitious for a cripple.
1: I'm really f sick of David Sh.
0: Hehithophel wisely and accurately says f- your dad's wives
1: obviously i'm gonna show these good people that i couldn't have murdered all these people and bloodily usurped the throne and raped those women because i wouldn't even kill a hobo you know
0: because god wanted it to happen god wanted david to be shamed god is a f***ing pervert lord forgive me for this one more time i gotta go full force
1: so anyway he hanged himself and died and he was buried in his father's tomb
0: true bros do not wait for consent Before we turn to the word, I would like to believe it I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I
1: don't feel good about myself. Consider are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe
0: in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God, bless America.
1: The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. I pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. But I was up I shit you not, ten thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, why didn't you sell when I fucking told I you? I tried
1: to? fucking Robin Hood's a bag of dicks. That Monday morning I put in a sale and then the servers went down and by the time they were up again I'd lost ten thousand dollars.
0: So what, you're down back
1: down to your original money? No, I mean, I was technically like up like 12. Now, so you're still my total, two. I'm still up two grand. But, yeah. So, well, I mean, you're, the first people,
0: the you're the first people that I think me and the revolutionaries should eat with your $2,000. <laughs> well,
1: that was my wedding fund, so it was never like I was playing with a lot of money. Yeah, you know, some people out here can't even suck. afford to get married. Well, and then
0: here you are <laughs> suckling. Yeah, yeah, some people are having to literally eat their own shoe leather oh.
1: to survive. Right. And
0: you're like, "Oh, open bar? Maybe, you know? Ooh, should I should I have uh, champagne in my showers <laughs> instead of water?
1: What, you don't bathe in whole milk in the blood of virgins? What kind of fucking plebe are you? Exactly.
0: Uh, oh, I had an idea for a restaurant. Oh, that's right. This might be terrible, so we can always just delete this later. Uh, check this out. I want like an incel themed tavern. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's the so like theme. An inc- that's the Like an the incel theme. neckbeard theme. Okay. Yeah, like, you know, obviously chicken nuggets yeah, are going to be me. one of oh, our, they're okay. going to be maize, used in most of the entrees. Right. Uh, we're going to have kind of a sauce that goes on most stuff. Good boy sauce. Okay. I'm thinking <laughs> about calling it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Like uh pretty unnecessarily
1: the, mean, but yes, I love it. Continue. Okay.
0: All the wait all the wait staff will be women who treat all of the uh uh patrons like trash, right? Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like every time the guy's like, Hey miss, can I get a refill? She's like, I have a boyfriend. I don't owe you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. to
0: help people empathize with incels. You know, right. they'll be okay. the insult for the day. All and right. then like there's gonna be like the nice guy sandwich or nice guy nachos, maybe, right? Okay. And it's like we'll have like uh, you owe me chips, and then there'll be like some uh, some like racial purity cheese. Oh, okay, all Florida. right. Yeah,
1: let's hit all the let's hit all the boxes. Okay.
0: That's that's the point. Yeah, hit all the boxes.
1: I mean, I'll tell you, ironically, unironically, I would go also just to get my rock club. I'm sure even as even though I'm not an incel, if I could just have like some nachos and then some girl being like, By the way, I hate you and I would never suck your dick. I'd be like, Hmm. I don't know why you this is. You should work this happen. out, actually. Yeah. You need to work
0: this out with a the therapist. That's beside the point. <laughs> I mean, no, it's like a it's like a day for the day, for the evening, for the meal, you get to be an incel, right? And like okay. we'll have We'll have like Dungeons and Dragons night and card games and all kinds of bullshit that all those fucking nerds like, and they'll just come in, get, you can just unleash and be a piece of shit for the day. You know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to shave or wear deodorant or any of that crap.
1: Oh, okay. You know,
0: (laughs) it's going to smell bad at here.
1: (laughs) I just want every patron to have this existential crisis where they're angry at their parents for bringing them into this world.
0: Yeah. So that's, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what we're going for.
1: Okay, that's great. I mean, there's so many
0: directions you could take it to. Like, this is just, I didn't even think about this. Right. Like, most of these, what I've said today is things that are coming to my mind as I speak.
1: Right, okay. So, Here's an idea. How about leg braces so that they walk like an insult, too? Like, the ones with, like, <laughs> bow legs and Shrek feet and shit like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and the and the, the utensils will be like little samurai swords. <laughs>
1: Oh man, do incels do, uh, do, do? we hate on incels too much? No, not I don't enough. Think so? Yeah.
0: You I get feel a, like you get issued a fedora. I um, feel like
1: I feel like incels are like the uh, Corey Feldman's of the world. Where I get oof. that they're kind of a victim, but I do hate him. I hate that <laughs> you know, like I, 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 you have gone past the point where I really can sympathize with you. Have you been following that? Speaking of, have you seen this shit? Uh, allegedly, Corey Hames was raped by Charlie Sheen with a fucking ball of vegetable oil is that that, that that was the summary okay
0: well first off if anyone tells me that you were raped by charlie sheen i'm going to immediately believe them yeah like a, a it lot just of people were saying that sense. like
1: what charlie Sheen's just walking around the lot with a ball of vegetable oil and the the, and the top comment was when you about that life you about that life you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> i believe it though right i believe like, it, may, it yeah it adds up.
1: Uh, let, let's break I it mean, down because I, 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 we we stumbled into talking about Corey Feldman, but it has been on my no, mind. No, we didn't. We days. were talking about incels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I guess he's involuntary celibate. But yeah. here's the thing: um, involuntarily celibate. Yeah, that's what I said. All so, right. <laughs> so he was going to release finally his documentary, which was called like my in parentheses my close parentheses truth and then The Rape of Two Corys or something. Jeez. Which is the worst Charles Dickens book. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: Save it for your D&D campaign, okay,
0: okay, okay, So he is deciding to finally tell this story, which he's been teasing for like his entire like life, basically. For two decades,
1: yeah, at least. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's like, all right, it's coming out. You got to pay to stream it. Right, because that's, I mean, obviously, Hollywood's not going to show it, yeah. so you got This
1: is worse than when Joe Arpaio had, like, the uh, evidence oh no. that uh, Obama's birth certificate was fake. He's like, wait till you get my book. Like, you're saying that there's a treason president, and you want to let this keep happening? He's like, wait, just
0: that just book will come out. He's from Kenya. Um, so, yeah, the plan was, eventually, he's going to tell everyone who all these rapists are. And it's building up, building up, and then the night of... The re- release like fails and he blames it all on hackers. This happened like a day or two ago. I saw
1: the video where he's like, "We're being hacked in real time." Oh wow, the attack is too strong.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been following his Twitter; it's good stuff. It's a lot, especially the uh, the Corey Feldman apologists in the in the feed. Like it's basically people fighting each other over <laughs> whether or not he's a good dude. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, it's a clearly, mess. clearly Corey Feldman did have something bad to happen to him. I believe. And, and also is severely mentally handicapped. So it's like a.
1: Something's wrong with him. Yeah.
0: Makes it even worse, honestly.
1: It, um, he, he's been in the news off and on for years where the general consensus is like Corey Feldman is just like, oh, yeah, let me tell you something. I was raped like fucking. I was tossed around like a beach ball at a fucking Beck concert. And yeah. I got the shit. You made the best,
0: coolest thing ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Um uh, and me and my friend had the shit raped out of us. And they're like, okay, well, do you want to say who did it? He's like, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. And trust me, they're still out there raping. Okay, well, tell us who did it so we can stop them. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, fucker? We'll, yeah, we'll like, see. yeah, we'll what see. the fuck, Corey? Yeah, we would like that. Tell us. Yeah,
0: and the, the biggest thing is that so finally it did come out and people were finally able to see it like this week. And uh, sure, it's it's Charlie Sheen, which he's already who's already accused. Yeah, so none bad. of it was a surprise. You're basically fucking with a dead. Still needs hand. to. It still needs to be taken seriously. I mean, obviously. Sure. Um, and I don't Char- Charlie doubt Sheen,
1: it. Charlie Sheen, who was knowingly having sex with people while he was AIDS or HIV positive.
0: That's called hashtag winning. <laughs>
1: That's no, we don't. I don't agree okay. with that. I don't <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my point is, if you're going to vilify somebody 20 years too late, you know. So so, so Corey Feldman was fine to watch Charlie Sheen dancing around on um, Two and a Half Men with a child actor as his co-star. And Feldman was like, I ain't going to talk shit. Let me wait till he's like under house arrest and a broken HIV infected man whom is yeah. reviled by most. And then I'm going to call him out. That'll fucking – this will rock the internet.
0: Yeah, well, at least now we know where they got – the title for that show, Two and a Half Men. Oh. I don't get it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how that joke works. Yeah, it I just
1: <laughs> I just there's a joke in there, but I don't want to yeah. pull it out. I don't want to <laughs> I don't I want to find it. <laughs> I don't want to find that joke. Uh, uh Yeah. I, I
0: think what's important here is that um hopefully and there was some other people implicated, right? There was three other people, one of whom is dead, I believe. The I others guess. are all denying it, and the one thing I think we need to keep in mind is that there's a lot of evidence that Charlie Sheen had that happen to him as well, right? That it was just learned behavior. Which is I heard often
1: that the case Charlie Sheen was stuff. raped by Kiefer Sutherland.
0: Yeah, who I was mean that's a fucking. I have
1: a not, that's, that's deep in the backs of my mind. I have no idea if that's true, or not. I'm just saying it. But I heard that like the it's castle. It's a good lo- thing no one listens to this podcast. Yeah, and I heard can't that get I scared. heard that the set of Lost Boys was just rape rape fest rape a balooza it was a fucking Yikes. it was it was a
0: human centipede of rape but charlie sheen wasn't on there but keifer Kiefer and the two Coreys were so maybe they raped who knows
1: you know what uh let's take back that entire joke because now i'm thinking about it, it was just Kiefer sutherland bullied them i don't uh, know that there was any fine. rape going on
0: <laughs> well regardless uh
1: and this is all coming Kiefer, from a cracked article I read once. Kiefer I have no Sutherland
0: idea. definitely raped someone. Can we agree to
1: yeah. that? I'll, I'll, I'll testify to that. Get a notary. Uh, I
0: saw. I saw the way he treated that Christmas tree.
1: So I have to uh, you
0: don't. You don't treat Jesus's tree that way if you're not a
1: rapist. Definitely. Definitely. If you don't have, and you can just tell that none of these people are, are good Christians because if they were, they wouldn't be raping people. No. them Follow the Bible.
0: Yeah. That's. You only do that if you're directly related to the person. Yeah, um, is then that okay? Funny.
1: Then it's okay, as long as your dad signs off on it.
0: Yeah, I don't <sighs> even remember that dude's. What was that dude's name? <sighs> that did it. I don't. What, what was uh, Absalom's Amnon, half brother? Amnon. Amnon yeah. yeah, Amnonymous.
1: Yeah, Corey Feldman's a weird one. I. It, it's weird to pick a side with him because I do. I think everyone kind of agrees. Like, yeah, that kid probably got diddled, but at the same time, like. How long are you gonna fucking milk it? You
0: know. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the actions. Not not putting any shade onto whether or not he's telling the truth, but it's not the actions that you want if you want justice. It's not what you want to see um, this dude up to. And like again, if I, had I don't to- know how I'd. I don't know how I'd react if I was in a situation. So I'm not. Again, not. Whatever, <clears throat> but it's not. It's not having, helping anything.
1: Having not been raped as a child, I can't really testify. It was kind of weird in the comments because a lot of people were like, "Hey, if he was actually raped, why isn't he talking about it?" And like people were like, "Well, I was raped as a kid, and I went 20 years. I never told anyone who did it." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know why you'd be proud of that." Like,
0: yeah, you, that's like I'm you would sad.
1: objectively realize that if that guy's still out there doing it and you're just letting him do it, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it'd be like if I uh had a fucking a cat murdered by like the neighbor and i saw him do it, and i was there and then yeah. there's just cats going missing and everyone's like oh i wish we knew who was doing all that and i'm like oh i know but i'm not telling
0: yeah but i also think the co- the trauma of having your cat murdered is different than the trauma of having someone assault you i know um, i mean
1: i've murdered cats i don't
0: yeah obviously <laughs> um, no big deal um but i i So I'm not going to sit here and judge people that don't want to come out, because that's also traumatic, I would imagine. Yes. On the other hand, the way that he's doing it with all of the suspense and money involved is obviously a a bad look.
1: I'm sure we'll tie this to the Bible somehow with Tamar and all that, but uh, the victims of rape as children, that's such a weird bag, or like the victims of rape in general, where if it was any other crime, you'd kind of like... Be like, so you got stabbed and you know who did it? Be like, I know who did it. I I saw his face and everything. It was a close family friend. I'm like, okay, well, you want to tell me about it? Nope. Like, all right. I I feel like if it was any other crime, you wouldn't give them a pass. But for some reason, sexual assault is so fucked up. Well,
0: I think it's one of the most dehumanizing things. And, like, it's such a – I don't know. I think there's other things. Any kind of child abuse is that way, not just sexual, um, where it's like – what how. For one, it might take you forever to feel like you have enough power to even say something, and by then, it's been a long time. You know that you're not going to be a reliable narrator. There's yeah. so many different things. I mean, it's it is it's different. It, it fucks I, with you. I in guess a way.
1: I guess what I'll do is I'll just say I can't relate to it, and therefore I can't really no, speak to it. I, I have no idea. That's- it seems weird to me, but it, it also seems so far and away, so different and distant from my reality that I have no idea how to judge it. I don't know. I can just
0: hope that that other victims of, you know, Hollywood or any kind of child fucking with bullshit. Uh, don't look at Feldman and say, oh, no, that's what everyone thinks I'm going to be. You know, that, obviously.
1: Well, that's a pretty, uh, also. I mean, that's, Feldman's an extreme case. That You'd have sure, to be pretty sure. weird, be like, yeah, I'm going to start a weird-ass fucking band with a couple of, like. Well, even when he just started, what was,
0: who was, was it? Called. Fucking Barbara Walters was like, you're ruining people's names. Yeah. Or
1: Barbara Walters, <laughs> rotten hell, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. Like you're ruining a whole industry that relies on children being put in dangerous <laughs> the blood situations and by their of children. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this fucking industry relies on uncaring parents putting their children in the hands of predators. Like that's our fucking.
0: Yeah. That's the lifeblood. That, what, what was was it? Bruno, the movie that showed how fucked up parents are. Oh yeah. Where like absolutely. he's like we're gonna cover your baby in
1: bees, and bees like, <laughs> <laughs> He gets a sad card, right? Uh, the, now speaking uh, of
0: parents being
1: sad. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that episode of uh, Nathan for you, where he had uh, he had to do a magic trick, otherwise he'd be. There was a robot that was going to undo his pants unless he could get off a pair of handcuffs and pull his pants back up. And there were all these parents that were like, "Yeah, so what's the what's the trick?" He's like, "I'm going to expose my penis to your six year old daughter." And they're like, "Yeah, all right."
0: <laughs> I, did, I didn't see that one that, that sounds one, horrific
1: though. Uh, yeah it was it, it's a really good show obviously nathan for you is one of my favorite shows but yes. he was like all these people say they're doing stunts but i'm gonna do a real stunt <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna risk i'm gonna have a <laughs> i'm gonna have a california judge and a police officer watch a robot take off my <laughs> pants in front of children <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen that episode. Oh, it's so good. I, I mean every episode's good. But anyway, uh okay. we're not we're not the Nathan for You podcast. This is the We could be. I wish. The, we are yeah. the Revelations <laughs> podcast, unfortunately for you. God damn <laughs> yeah, it, Nathan.
0: This sucks. <laughs> I'm Grant a voiced. And I'm Cole DeLewski. And we're here to read the Bible so that you don't have to. Yep. Uh, this is the Big Bad Episode 77. Right? That Crunch. sounds like something that that sounds like a number of Christians would be obsessed Crunching with. Crunching through the Bible. Right, though? Yeah, like, 77? 70, yeah. That's probably some, some shit, you know?
1: You know what's weird Numerology. is, I, unless I'm missing something, I mean, we talked about 7 a couple of times Yeah. earlier, like, I feel like it was, like, in Leviticus, and, like, you know, numbers and 7 cubits and all that shit, but um, I'm going to keep an eye out for it, but I just haven't seen the number 7 as much as I expected, you know? Sure. Like, the way numerologists and, like, doomsday say apparently 7's, like, God's signature, or whatever the fuck. It's his middle name. Yeah.
0: I mean, we have some fun numbers in this chapter or this episode that I'm going to kind of talk about and how those are significant and symbolic. But <sighs> yeah, none of cool. them are seven. So weird. Uh, kind of sucks let's
1: fucking get into it so uh, obviously if you listen to the recap at the start of the episode you know exactly what the fuck is going on but (laughs) that's that's the goal of that uh but as we recall absalom has cooed on david uh and is currently like fighting him in the desert for the kingdom
0: yeah we're in chapter 18 and the last thing that was going on was uh, specifically David was across the Jordan trying to stay safe, basically uh, exiled himself after having exiled his son. Things have kind of flip flop. Absalom is a real uh, populist and kind of won support quickly. So David's got his handful of dudes across the Jordan and is now, as we pick up in Chapter 18, mustering those dudes. So first thing he does, he appoints commanders. Uh commanders in charge of hundreds, commanders in charge of thousands. What's insane to me is that there wasn't already some sort of a hierarchy at this point, right? Like what kind of army is like, all right, we're about to go to battle. We should probably assign like sergeants and stuff. Uh, not just everybody run
1: in this general direction like a yeah, board. Yeah. Um,
0: but I would imagine that there was already structure. It's weird that they had to do it at this point. I, I guess. I, I don't like it.
1: I guess what we're in the midst of is essentially a military coup. So I can understand David kind of not really having a full army because his army's fractured and israel's kind of broken up you know he kind of has to muster what he can with a militia so i I can understand it
0: whatever you're apologist i'm (laughs) making a note of anyway
1: he splits his army into thirds yes um so we have joab commanding one third of the army uh, mm-hmm. Abishai, his uh, normal go-to, commanding another third. and Joab's uh, brother. Yeah. Itai the Gittite, who I feel like we've heard a few times, but just some guy, yes.
0: really. Itai it, the Gittite is, in fact, the guy in Chapter 15, so a couple episodes back, where when David is fleeing Jerusalem, um, he runs into Itai and all the Gittites. And they're like, hey, uh, we're coming with you. And he says, no, you guys are, like, already, uh, you know, running from war and famine. You're like – uh refugees just go hang out in Jerusalem I'll be fine and they're like nope you're our king we're sticking with you so they're outsiders that are cool with David though
1: yeah but enough i mean i guess that was moving enough for david that he's like yeah how about you be in charge of a third of the army which is fine i guess i don't know I don't yeah
0: like, don't it's like how it. uh it's like how republicans treat uh mexican or cuban immigrants that are catholic and pro-life you know they're like all right you guys are cool ones yeah yeah, like you, yeah. it's you know, like it's like those eight
1: you. black people that vote for trump you're like see we got one you're in charge <laughs> this is obama's brother yeah. he's awesome <laughs> look at my black friend over there he's fucking <laughs> represents the country yeah because
0: normally they just kill outsiders but they're being cool with the italian his his fellas you, you guys he's... are cool you're one of the good ones he said so david says to these troops now he's got them all gathered he's got them thirded up um, they're all organized and he says, all right, I'm going to march with you. And the men say, hell no, listen, uh, you can't go out. If we're forced to flee, they won't care about us. They'll kind of let us run away. Even if half of us die, it won't matter. But if you get killed, that's worth 10,000 of us. So their fear is that of course, if David dies, the whole revolt is over, right? Absalom wins.
1: Uh, I mean, I fucking hate David. So I'm going to make the argument that it's awfully fucking convenient that David's like, and I'm going to go fight on the front lines. And everyone's like, no, no. It's like that guy that's like at the bar, and he's really short, and he fucking wants to fight everybody. He's like, hold me back, bro. Hold me back. And they're like, no, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. do it. He's like, I could have taken him. I could have taken him. Because he
0: knows that day. Joab's going to hold him back. Yeah. I agree completely. If you wanted to go, you would have just fucking yeah. gone. Aren't Not you been the like, fucking right, guys, king? Yeah. it's cool
1: if I go with you, right? Yeah. And, you know. Aren't you the king of Israel? Don't you have God on your side? What are you fucking so worried about, David, you piece of shit?
0: Yeah, yeah. I hate it's that. like when I tell my wife that I'm gonna go shoot dogs in the neighborhood, right? And like, if I wanted to do it, I would just sneak out when she's asleep. But right. I let her stop. <laughs> she's
1: me. like, no, no, you know, yeah, yeah. That's a good fun. game to play, I guess. Yeah. So uh,
0: <laughs> the king says, "All right, fine, fine. Whatever seems best to you guys, I'll oh, stay.
1: Oh, oh, you guys want yeah. me to like <laughs> stay here and eat figs and fuck all my wives while you guys go fight a war for me? If that's what yeah. you want, you guys." All right.
0: So while he rests on his laurels, uh, he calls Joab and he says, Listen, uh, or he calls actually all three of his generals, Joab, Abishai, and Itai. And he says, Listen, guys, uh, wink, wink. Be gentle with my young son, Absalom, for my sake. Wink again. Like, this is a <laughs> have fucking game? Yeah. Yeah. So Absalom is the enemy leader. He's the now. Uh, Pretender king of Israel And for some reason David here Who hasn't spoken to this man in forever Because he hates him so much And is so ashamed of him Is now like yeah take good care of my my son Absalom If you run into him What
1: what, what balls on David like hey guys You know that war that I'm not even fighting in Can you guys just like fight at half power I mean I know lives are at stake And thousands of you will die But you know if you catch him Just like you know Give him a good scare yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, if you're the soldiers, that
0: has to give you at least like two times the likelihood of getting killed. Because yeah. having to fight with one arm behind your back, more or less, is uh, a bad strategy,
1: I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm no king of Israel, uh, warrior, yes. bandit, uh, for, you know, uh, precursor to Christ. But if it were me leading my guys, they would be like, hey, you know, in it to win it, you know.
0: For sure, for sure. We run up Blood the fucking score. and soil. Yeah. Uh, so, um so the <laughs> the army marches out uh, to fight against Israel and sure enough a battle takes place in the forest of Ephraim which is uh, if you remember one of Joseph's sons so that's whose tribal lands they're in it's There's up in a the bunch north of for some there.
1: fucking reason which is weird
0: Yeah the Israel uh, so Israel's troops were Wait, routed it's no, that by is David fucking Smith. weird that they're well, in the hills of
1: Ephraim cuz Ephraim is north of Jerusalem is that where and- Hebron is maybe no, Hebron's in Judah way to the south. So they would have had to pe- oh, I guess did he flee to Judah? He didn't flee to Hebron, no, he fled No, he fled to across the Jericho. Uh, across okay, the, okay. I was like the, I thought that's weird that they're so far north
0: Not Jericho. Sorry, he across the Jordan. So he went He went He went east. east.
1: Weird. Anyway,
0: but uh, I guess the Jordan also runs north and south so he could have gone north and Yeah, was, I guess we don't know don't exactly
1: know. where he went. We just know he fled across Jordan. So maybe he's to the north. It just seemed weird.
0: But anyway, For some stupid-ass reason, they're fighting in Ephraim, where there are forests. Now, without giving us any breakdown of how the battle went exactly, we just know that David's men routed Absalom's men, and the casualties, it says, were great. 20,000 men. Now, for you Civil War history buffs, and I know you're listening, (laughs) that puts this battle right between the casualties in the Second Battle of Bull Run and Antietam in 1862. So you can kind of picture, if you want... Uh, those two Civil War battles as oh, an yeah. idea everyone of the scale of the deaths. Oh, the
1: Battle of Antietam, I, everyone remembers.
0: It's fa- it's a famous battle. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 20,000 men. How many
1: Jews <laughs> died in the Battle of Antietam?
0: Uh, probably a couple. At least so, eight. Uh, eight or so, yeah. The uh, The battle spread out, it says, across the whole countryside. And here's the really confusing part. The forest swallowed up more men that day than the sword.
1: What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. If I was picking a place for battle, I, it'd be like, where should we battle? Well, there's this big open plain where we can use our numbers to fight, or this hill is full of boulders and rocks and snakes and shit. You're like, oh, yeah, that's fucking. That's where I would do it.
0: Well, it's full of trees, and I have to assume that these trees are ants.
1: <laughs> I was going to say the fucking apple trees from the Wizard of Oz or some shit. Like They're just those? angry pieces of shit. It says that the trees killed
0: more people than the swords did that day. Now I'm I'll I'll believe that maybe they killed ten percent as many as swords, but more <laughs> than trees, swords, more than isn't swords? That insane,
1: more than swords. <laughs> like like there's people just by themselves. A tree falls on them. And I'm like fuck, that was
0: weird. <laughs> falls and kills Whoa. thirty dudes. It's <laughs> a
1: weird fucking woods, you guys. <laughs> trees keep killing us. Yeah, uh, and one of those bloodthirsty trees uh, is just riding low one day. And Absalom is riding through the woods on his mule.
0: First off, just run. Like, why ride a mule?
1: I'd ride a mule through the woods, too. Yeah. So Absalom, who yielded to the um, advice of Hushai. Like, Hushai was the one that was like, hey, man, you should go and fight, like, in the army directly. You know? So Absalom, who's brave enough to fight with his own men on the front lines, is riding on a mule. And his hair gets caught in a fucking tree.
0: Yes. Now let's think about this. What uh, Kugel says is, well, rather, what Kugel points to, some of the ancient interpreters, right? So, uh, specifically, a um, a book called Sota, right? It's a it's one of the early interpretations uh, by Jewish people of the Bible, sure. uh, mentions that what this signifies is much like the way that Samson had his eyes poked out. So Samson had his eyes poked out because he was such a lustful little bastard, right? Mm -hmm. That motherfucker was horny and was always looking at women and hooking up with prostitutes. So that's why his eyes got poked out before he died. Now, what was Absalom's downfall? His pride. Beautiful man. Beautiful flowing hair. So that's what got him, Mm -hmm. is -hmm. what they're saying. I don't buy it. It doesn't make sense. But
1: It it does definitely, like, we specifically mentioned that his hair is fucking flowing and yeah, yeah. And heavy. But that
0: doesn't mean that it's going to get caught Probably in a tree enough fucking... to hang you.
1: I mean, we'll get to it, but let's say it's you or me, and we don't have long hair, but let's assume yeah. that we did have flowing, long, down to our buttocks, flowing yeah. strands, and I get it stuck in a tree, and I'm in the middle of a fucking war, my first action would be to take the sword that I have on me all the time, cut off my fucking yeah. hair. No, you can't. But Absalom's like, no, my hair, don't touch my fucking dreads, bro, and he just hangs Ooh. there.
0: For hours, apparently. For apparently. hours,
1: apparently. For a while. So so Absalom is just hanging in a tree by his beautiful, luscious fucking hair. And for whatever reason, he's just content. Um, sure.
0: And now, one of the men under uh, Joab sees this happen. So he's a witness to Absalom hanging from his hair. This dude can't fucking believe it. So he runs to Joab. He says, listen, I, I just saw Absalom hanging in an oak tree. And Joab, of course, replies, you saw him? Is he dead? What? Did you kill him? I'll, I'll give you fucking 10 shekels and a warrior's belt if he's dead right now please tell me you killed him <laughs> yeah. and the man replied being a being a good soldier i guess for david says i don't care if you gave me a thousand shekels i'm not gonna lay a hand on the king's son did you hear him command you and Abishai and Atai or it's not to uh not to lay a hand on him you got to protect absalom you know I, i'm not gonna put my life in jeopardy by pissing off the king
1: I, and I love this. Like Joab hears this guy being like, "Wait, wait! You just saw fucking Absalom hanging in a tree. You didn't just kill him. Like, what are you? What are you fucking stupid?" And the guy's like, "No, that's not what. That's not the right thing to do." And Joab's like, "I don't have fucking time for you, bro. I gotta fucking yeah. go. Like, you fucking idiot. I'm leaving."
0: Joab famously loves taking matters into his own hands. Uh, he's the one who killed Abner way back in the day, right? Yeah. He is just kind of a dick. He's the one that uh, forced um, Uriah to get killed. During the bad battles, he battle. gets shit so, done. I'll tell you that. Yeah, honestly, so he's more of a why, king than David. That's why every time David tells him not to do something or to do something fucked up, it always happens, and David just kind of, you know, hand waves it away. Yeah. So, uh, my assumption here is that when he said "don't kill Absalom," it was that's why I threw in the like eh. the winks.
1: Yeah, and we've talked about this. It's like it's like uh, when a, a buddy of mine got his girlfriend pregnant in high school, and I was like, sure. "You want me to push that chick down some stairs, right?" And he was like, "No, don't do that."
0: And I was like, you <laughs> "But you it. knew, yeah, I knew." And so you I did it,
1: right? It. I was like, "I'm scooping what you're pooping." I got you. Did you do it. And he's like, "No, no, don't." I was like, "You're obviously doing this big public display of no because so you want you can... me to fucking do it." All right, <laughs> 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 say no more, fam.
0: Plausible deniability. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, what happens next is... I'll fucking is,
1: Charles Manson, that bitch.
0: Good. Yes, thanks. I understand. I get what... I understand what murdering a woman and her unborn child means. Thank you. Uh, we have, we've we all seen Charles Manson's story. Now, Joe App says, listen, I'm not going to wait around like you. You're an idiot. So it says he takes... He goes to where Absalom is, takes three javelins, all right? Which that means that he had to think a lot about this because... After two, you're out and you gotta get another one. <laughs> <But he>
1: takes- <laughs> How many javelins he t- do you have you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, go yeah. to the truck, get that extra javelin. <laughs> it's
0: not so like he, he takes had it three on. <laughs> he takes three javelins, one for each hand, and then one more, and plunges them into Absalom's heart. All right. So first off, Absalom's dead now, I'm assuming. Yeah. He has three javelins in his heart. Right. What are they? What are they like an
1: inch thick, two inches thick, maybe? That's, yeah, I mean, that one, one per heart, one in the dick, and then one in the throat.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I'm Joab. So, Not that so, I've ever done that. Now, the um, the same uh, book, the same interpretive book that told us that the reason he got caught by his hair was because of his pride says that these three javelins would have stood for King David, the judges of Israel, and the people of Israel, all of whom were betrayed. By Absalom. I don't uh, know why, but that's what they say.
1: Uh, there's such cute. apologetic bullshit. I mean, honestly, Absalom's not the villain everyone makes him out to be. David sucks. Sure. Uh,
0: and then it gets even dumber, because sure enough, ten of Joab's armor bearers come up and each stab him and then kill him. Which is absurd. He's obviously already dead, but whatever. Yeah, And great. it says that those ten stabs from the armor bearers stood one for each of the concubines that Absalom slept with.
1: Now, I, I, I'm going to make my argument that Joab is more of a king than David ever was. Or will yeah, be. Obviously. Like, Joab's obviously the fucking, the, is making the decisions here. And David's just a fucking pansy that gets walked over all day long.
0: Because here's... He's Dick Cheney, and he just shotgunned out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, David is having his throne usurped. He runs away. He's crying. What do I do? What do I do? He's so... Like, well, be nice to him, I guess. Joab sees fucking the opportunity, stabs him three times, gets his boy, stabs him ten more times times fucking blows a horn war's fucking over we can go home and then throws absalom into a fucking pit
0: now this is the third time that joab did something fucked up that if he hadn't david would have had his throne and threatened at least uh with abner then again with uriah and then now with absalom
1: joab kind of represents us torturing uh middle easterns you know yeah it's a fucked up thing to do it violates the Geneva conventions probably shouldn't be doing it but I mean, come on! You like your fucking hamburgers, don't you? Yeah, we should re-
0: rename Get Mode Joe You like eating bacon, like right? Because the second we stop
1: torturing fucking Pakistanis, <laughs> well,
0: gonna that's kick gonna go. The they are gonna get all
1: the bacon. <laughs> that's the first thing to go, bro. Uh,
0: that reminds. Did you see that that thing where some uh, some redneck got online and like said, "I'm gonna throw." throw bacon at your mosque and they're like good we'll feed it to the homeless yeah well, <laughs>
1: Sorry, we're not I vampires <laughs> like, <laughs> i remember this is stupid but um uh, i have an uh an ar-15 made by a uh, spikes tactical here in apopka florida and oh, i gonna get your gun like them but they used to have this fucking rifle that had like uh bible quotes on it and like the, the cross of david on it and shit like that And i was like what the fuck is that like yeah so if our troops were over there shooting and it falls to the ground then al-qaeda won't pick it up because oh they'll see the God. bible quote i'm like they're not vampires what is the argument? <laughs> 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 ah this fucking rifle burnt my hands
0: is They'd that probably a, love to kill you with is that. Is that a cross <laughs> on
1: it? I wouldn't possibly use this. You fucking stupid fucking...
0: Uh, people that think uh, those wars are actually about religion are fucking idiots. I
1: miss how <laughs> dumb things were during the Obama years. There was some dumb shit flowing around. <laughs> good, good times.
0: Now, what happens next? Joab uh, has has effectively killed Absalom, ended the war. So he sounds the trumpet and all the troops know to stop pursuing the, the rest of the Israelites. You're welcome, right? David. Damage is done. Yeah. Damage is done. 20,000 at least have already died. 20,001. Let's not make it more. Um, so he takes Absalom and throws him into a big-ass pit in the forest and piles a bunch of rocks onto him. Very honorable. Uh, yeah, while well, all the rest of the Israelites that were fighting for Aslam, Absalom run home. Then the Bible gives us a little side note uh, while he was still alive and ruling, Absalom had taken a pillar and erected it in King's Valley as a monument to himself, thinking, hey, I don't have any offspring. This is the only thing that's going to still be around after I die. Uh, and it says, in fact, that this pillar, which he named after himself, Absalom's Monument, is still there to this day. Now, obviously, it's not there today. But about a thousand years after all this would have happened, they did. there is something that became known as Absalom's Monument that's sort of like a stand-in for it. And from what I was able to gather online, uh, Israeli parents will still take their children there and show it to them as a warning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you ever try to... to be like if you ever, like, your dad's just like, if you ever try to fuck your mom,
0: <laughs> this
1: is what's going to happen. Like,
0: You're hey. going to have a sweet monument, I guess? It doesn't even work on any level. Like, it's a cool monument. I would be like, hell yeah. 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 Get over here, mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty cool story. Uh, you know, my mom always used to say witches would get me, but I never had my dad being like, run away. <laughs> never try to fuck your mom. You're going to find out the hard way. You see that monument? Yes. Well, That's no. the monument. What happens when you fuck your mom? Like, all right.
0: Well, now we know why you turned out how
1: you did. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, the next part doesn't make any goddamn sense, and I really was no. hoping you have some more explanation for this because I, I, I don't understand it.
0: It's really stupid.
1: But now so, Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok, which is—is is that one of the priests? I know. I, I, I he's
0: I, the high priest, correct? Right. The one who took the uh, ark back to Jerusalem at David's behest, and yet right? is somehow
1: in the battle. Wait, yeah. were they? Well, son, this is son. Wait, wait, was Ahimaaz the guy who? Uh, Da, 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 da. No,
0: Zadok is took the thing back. Ahamaz wasn't involved, I don't think.
1: Oh, so Jonathan and Ahamaz are the people that carried the message to David from Hushai. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, essentially okay, they were know. the ones that carried it. So it makes sense yeah. that they'd be there because they're essentially on the lamb because Absalom knew they were messaging for David. So
0: Yeah. Oh, the hidden hidden the well and all that. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, So uh Ahamaz, this kid, goes to uh Joab and says, hey let me run to the king to david and tell him the news that the lord has vindicated him uh, by basically killing his son you know that we've taken over we've we've beat the other israelites back and joab says no 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 you can take the news another day but you're not going to do it today because the king's son is dead i don't know why
1: yeah it doesn't w- make any sense like ahamas is like okay absalom's dead let me go run and tell the king and joab's like no 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 wait till tomorrow there you know let's just not do it and then for some reason, a Kushite comes up, and he's like, hey, man. Um,
0: which is is which is which Hebrew for a black person. Huh. <laughs> That's what it means. It means their blackness. Huh. So it's a, just a black dude. It's not very specific.
1: Uh, interesting. Um, yeah. He tells a Kushite, like a random Kushite, hey, go tell David that uh, Absalom is dead. So I don't get it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, the son of a priest is like, hey, let me go tell David that Absalom's dead. He's like, no, 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 we can't tell him now. And then yeah. he's like, tells the Kusha, hey, go tell David the fucking same thing I told this guy not to tell him. Like, all, all yeah. right. And then the Kusha's like, all right, peace. I got your message. I'm going to go tell David about Absalom. And he runs off. And Ahimaaz goes, well, I'd still like to go.
0: I like that you changed the way you're pronouncing his name. So no one's going to vote Ahimaaz. Ahimaaz. We Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. The same guy, the kid that was running all that. Yeah. The, the one that wanted to the run.
1: The original prison son, Ahimaaz, is like, well, if he's going to go, then what the fuck? Shouldn't shouldn't i go like what the hell was all this about what's all this game
0: and he actually says let me run behind the kushite like backup right? Yeah, you got to back up all your, yeah. your data right? and
1: Job's like well i mean what news do you even have like i'm not quite sure what gaslight is going on like he's like well let me also go and tell david about his dead son and Job's like what news i mean what are you even talking about nothing's well, happened
0: in my bible joab says you don't have any news that will bring you a reward which to me implies you know that David is not going to be thrilled to hear this right like I like he says yeah what he's saying to me is like I know you're trying to curry favor by being the messenger and getting close with David but he's not this is not good news that's why I sent the black guy
1: like he's, I was just gonna David's say probably gonna kill him David has killed <laughs> several messengers yeah <laughs> thus far when he found out that um they had bad news. Ish-bosheth- had been assassinated, he killed those guys. Yep. When he found yep. out that Saul had been killed, he killed that guy. So now he finds Even out. Even though Joab
0: is always the guy behind it yeah, and never yeah, gets killed. Yeah,
1: yeah. But all of a sudden, yep. uh, his own son's been killed and Ahimaz is like, hey, let me go tell the king. And Job's like, no, 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 let's send a black guy. Let's just send a <laughs> exactly. random black, black guy. guy.
0: <laughs> What's crazy here is that little nerdy priest's son Ahimas is able to outrun uh, the Kushite who went ahead of him. Whatever. I don't know how that happened. Uh, and David is, uh, sitting out there kind of waiting for news, right? He didn't go to the war, so this is kind of reminds me of when he was, uh, waiting for news about whether or not Uriah died.
1: It's the first and last time a Jew ever outruns a black guy.
0: Yes, correct. Good, good, good point. Uh, so the, uh, the Watchman sees a runner coming and calls down, hey, there's a guy coming, and David says, I don't get this, David says, if he's alone, he must have good news. It doesn't make Do you know any that? sense.
1: No. It, it, because he, I he, guess he, if
0: it was a bunch of people running, that'd be like, oh, shit, they're running from battle, yeah, maybe? It,
1: he. so they see one guy running, because Ahamaz has outrun the Kushite, and he's like, oh, if it's one guy, then it means he must have news. And then later, the Watchman's like, oh, and I see a second guy, and David's like, he must also have news. Like <laughs> he probably has good news too. <laughs> if it's one guy, he has news. It's actually two guys. If, if it's, it's two, two guys, guys. <laughs> he must have news. Like oh, ah yeah. wise King David.
0: Astute. Astute. So, that's his son, that's the wise one, so it makes sense. Yeah.
1: So anyway, the watchman's like, hey, and that guy runs like Ahimas, which I don't know. Maybe that's why he's so fast. I don't know. Well, yeah. And, and that's probably why you out. sent it
0: as a messenger earlier and all that stuff. Uh, um real quick quick boy.
1: So in continuing the theme of it not making any fucking sense, uh, Ahimaaz like runs up and David's like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Give me the news. And Ahimaaz, I I don't know how else to explain it, just says, all is well. And then he bowed down with his face to the earth before the king and said, blessed be the Lord your God who has delivered up the men who raised their hand against my lord, the king. And the king said. So
0: David's kind of confused. You can tell, right? Go ahead.
1: David uh, says, fucking piece of shit. So the king says, is the young man Absalom safe? And Hamaz answered, when Joab sent the king's servant and me, your servant, I saw a great tumult, but I did not know what it was about. That's a lie. Yeah. So what the fuck? Hamaz specifically was like, hey, let me go and tell the king about what happened. And Joab's like, no, you know, don't do it. And Ahamaz is like, no, I really insist. And Job's like, all right, fine, fucking go. And then Ahamaz runs all this way. The king's like, hey, is my son alive? And Ahamaz's like, I don't (laughs) know, probably. And it's ridiculous.
0: But the only way that I can kind of come to terms with it is that maybe Ahamaz's plan all along was to beat the Kushite there and to to give good news and curry some favor. And then, like, step to the side and let the Kushite (laughs) give the actual actual bad news. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know why else he would lie. These scapegoats,
1: um, these Emmett Till motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> yeah. It says in my concordance the delicacy of Ahma's communication was made up by the unmistakable plainness of Kushai's. And it says God. the death of Avsolom was a heavy trial. Blah, blah blah. So
1: yeah, I don't apologetic I bullshit. Get it. More of it. You yeah. Know. So Ahmashite so does obviously get there. Lying and so so he's like, Alright, hang tight, there's a second um this is the part that would be confusing. You're like, okay, yeah, don't worry, David. Um I assume me and the Kushite are on the same page. We were both told to lie about this. I hope the Kushite doesn't fuck me over and lie. Uh, but he wasn't or tell told the to truth, lie. I guess, or fuck up my alibi. Um They weren't they weren't told to lie though, it doesn't make sense.
0: I, Joe, I've never told them to lie. They did it vo- he did it voluntarily. Again, this is something Ahamas is playing at. I don't and, know. and 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 the and my bi- my concordance doesn't fucking know at all. Uh Kugel doesn't talk about it at all. It's clearly a point of uh of we don't really know what this story means, I think. So, We're not getting to the actual meaning. So of it.
1: either way, Ahamas lies, says he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He just wanted to tell him that like because then the one he's like, "Oh yeah, don't worry. God has delivered all your enemies." He's like, "Well, what about my son?" That's Kind of one of my enemies, right? And I was like, "Well, I don't know about that guy specifically. I don't. I wasn't part of a. I wasn't part of a gangland slain There, a ago. there was something
0: going on, but I, I saw don't know. something.
1: You know, I, I. don't know what it was. Uh, and so then, the, yeah.
0: the Kushite rolls up and basically says the same thing. And again, the king says, "All right, but what about Absalom? Is he safe?" And the Kushite says, let me just say this. I hope what happened to Absalom happens to all your enemies. <laughs> and David's like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking brutal. He's just like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, May the enemies of my lord, the king, and all who rise against you to do harm be like that fucking guy. It's such a brutal, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, it says the king was shook. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So I hope he wasn't, like, gangland murdered and then thrown into a pit somewhere, and he's like, oh, yeah, bitch, that's what happens to God's enemies. It was
0: worse than that. Yeah. We fucked fucked that corpse. (laughs) Uh, So it says at that point, uh, David goes to his room from the gateway and weeps and cries out, oh, my son, Absalom, my son, my son, Absalom, if only I had died instead of you, oh, Absalom, my son, my son. And that's where we get the uh, William Faulkner book. It's kind of all a, a allegory for this story. I don't
1: know what the fuck you're talking about, Faulkner. I mean, we're doing no, history the Faulkner stuff. Faulkner Islands. About, well,
0: it's funny because no William Faulkner, who wrote like *Sound and the Fury*. Not familiar. It's probably his most famous book. He was like a a Southern uh, writer, feuded with Hemingway a little bit. Regardless, he has a book called *Absalom, Absalom*, huh. and it's it's about a family during the Civil War that has a lot of ties to this story. It's a good book. Sounds um, dumb. It is. So that's the end of chapter eighteen. Uh kind of cut in the middle of a scene there of David weeping. But
1: again, he he has to just cry as loud and publicly as he can.
0: Of course. Fucking. Make it look like he's actually said, Oh
1: my god, my son, hold me.
0: Just like when he lost his firstborn child yeah. with uh Bathsheba, who was the you know, the child of quite a sin, and he pretended to be sad about that too.
1: Well, I think if, right. if we can follow the uh I I don't know who to believe, the Catholic Church or God, but I was in the impression that children who are born of rape are God's most favorite. Like, they must be protected above all else, you know. definitely really? not. Definitely not grounds for an abortion, even if they're children of rape.
0: I mean, we got to keep them. Um,
1: Whereas God sees God- a child of rape, and he just puts that shit out like a fucking lit cigar.
0: Sometimes. It depends on... Uh... Whether or not you're a protagonist in the Bible (laughs) Fair enough So, chapter 19 Messengers get back to Joab And they go, hey, uh, General Joab Just so you know The king is kind of upset He's like mourning for Absalom Um, And it says that the whole victory that day Was kind of turned into mourning, right? So it puts a damper They're like, yeah, you know, David won Absalom's dead We got to take back the throne Jerusalem's ours again but then it's kinda like, oh shit, no, the king's too sad. We gotta pretend we're sad too.
1: It's kinda like it's like Christmas dinner and you've just been bullied your whole life and finally you stand up for yourself and throw that first punch and everyone's like, yeah. Wow, you really fucking knocked your mom out. You killed your mom. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And like Christmas ruins, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it kind of you're kind of like, come on, guys. I stood up to my bully. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, she'll never put a cigarette out on me again. Yeah. Um. So Joab hears about this that the king is all sad and shit, and he basically runs to where the king is to his house and his like house in exile, and says, "Hey, listen, motherfucker, your soldiers just went out and won this war for you, and now you're making them all mourn over the 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 people that were fighting them. Are you fucking kidding me?" I mean, Joab's furious, though also I have a feeling that Joab knows this is an act, right? If they're in cahoots, yeah. Joab's like,
1: oh, come on, you got to cheer up, buddy. <laughs> remember? Remember this part of the plan? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's pretty weird. So, yeah, Joab comes back, and everyone's all butthurt, and they, all the soldiers return to the city as if they're like thieves and shit. They just look like shit. And yeah. um, David's crying like a bitch, and Joab is like, hey, man. Uh, today you have disgraced all your servants who have saved your life and the life of your sons and daughters and your wives and the lives of your concubines. Not to, you know, obviously those people are different, but he's kind of like, Hey, chill the fuck out. You're making us look bad.
0: And do you think David even wants those concubines back?
1: I mean, well this is a different okay. set of concubines. This is this is obviously is obviously the 10 concubines he left in Jerusalem are not the ones he's talking about here. He must have plenty of it could
0: concubines. Be. Yeah, I guess you're true. true. I mean,
1: true. who knows? It's probably probably just part of there are concubines. I don't think we've divvied up. We'll, we'll get to how he treats those concubines who allowed themselves to be raped, but um <laughs> bitches. But um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, so he says to David, "I now see that you my life, your men's life no, they, the, all your commanders—they mean nothing to you, and you'd be pleased if Absalom was alive instead, and they were all dead. Which is pretty—that's quite an indictment, right? To say look at how king.
1: you're crying over your dead son—it's almost like you wish he'd killed me. I'm like—I don't know if that's as far as I'd go, Joab. But Joab's kind of a real piece of shit. Well, Joab
0: also knows that this is what needed to happen. Again, he's a pragma- pragmatic guy. Um, he knew it was time for Absalom to go down, and just think about what would be going on if he hadn't killed Absalom. If he let Absalom go, Absalom goes back to Israel, re you know pulls his, gets his forces back together. This war could just keep going on. And, and, and I think I, I think Joab did the right
1: thing. And honestly, Absalom probably has more political favor than David. I mean, he was able oh, sure. to just without. There's no real mention of any struggle here. Absalom just goes, "Hey, by the way, I'm king now," and all of Israel's like, "Yeah, man, fuck David." Well, imagine if imagine if Absalom had been let go
0: and goes back, and then David comes to his men. He's like, "Yeah, okay, good job. You know, you won that battle. Had to let Absalom go. He's going to rally his troops and come back out here. So, hope you guys. You know, rest up. We're going to have to fight again." I'm imagining a bunch of them would have defected right at that moment. You know, mm-hmm. like to find that all their work was for naught because the the king of the enemy forces was let go. It's pretty disappointing.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm kind of getting that. Uh, this is a stupid, episode, but you know, um. Good, <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy Two. Yeah. So they're like, you know, you're always fighting this guy, and you keep letting him go. I mean, at some point, we're just gonna fucking mutiny. Um, <laughs> it, it, it it's really kind of interesting because basically, uh, Joab yeah. is is really chastising the king of Israel, anointed by God, and kind of treating him like a child. Which to me just cements the idea that Joab's the real fucking king. You know, David's just a, a yeah. proxy, a, a, a pretty boy proxy figurehead who likes to fucking suck while Job's the only one getting his hands dirty. Um, sure. But he says, listen, David, get the fuck up. Go out there. Be a good king. Talk to your people. Make this right. Lest all the people leave you. And that will be worse for you than all the evil that has befallen you from your youth until now.
0: Yeah. like Real quick. Real quick, every time you turn your head to the side, there's a significant drop-off in Yeah,
1: uh, well, you're just going to have to deal get, with it. Should I re No, I'm not. No, you'll just have to get no.
0: it. Yeah, so at long last, the king does go out there, and he sits in the gateway, and the men are told, hey, the king's out there. And so they all came out before him and were able to kind of like, I guess, celebrate the victory with him is the idea. I don't know exactly what they're doing. But they, they go see it. They go see the king. He, he puts a, on a, a show for him. Now, this time, uh, throughout all the tribes of Israel, the people are arguing. They're like, you know, uh, so this is the guy that kind of rescued us from the Philistines. Like, he was a pretty good king for us, I guess. And then, you know, he did flee from Absalom, who was then anointed our ruler. Like, do we want to bring the king back? Like, should we probably need to do this, right? So basically, the people are deliberating. Now that their false king is dead, do they bring back the original king?
1: Yeah, and it kind of begs the question, like, yeah, go in the gate and do your fucking job, which is kind of the shit he hasn't been doing in the first place, you know? Like, like, isn't that what you're supposed to be doing this whole time, is speaking to your people, standing in the gate, passing judgment over Israel, being a fucking leader? Like, the whole fact that Absalom was even able to take control is because probably because Job wasn't yelling at David enough.
0: Yeah, and it makes you think... Like, uh, this is a lot like Saul's kingship. Whenever Saul started being troubled Mm -hmm. and was always depressed and, like, wouldn't deal with things, David's the same shit. Again, not at all worthy of being a king. Not at all the sort of ruler you would want.
1: Um, Yeah, David sucks. It's kind of uh, Saul didn't have to deal with none of this shit. Saul was just a man, just taking care of business.
0: Yeah, for real. Took care of it all. Didn't have any of this nonsense.
1: I uh, I was in public today. Uh, getting food for dinner. doesn't matter, but, uh, Easter's coming up. Right. And they had all these like Easter books for sale, just like in the aisle next to the bread or whatever. I don't know why the fuck Publix is doing that, but one of them was like, uh, stories for the Bible. And I was like, well, let's flip through it and see what they have about David. And they were like, David fought. Uh, Goliath he was uh, but there was a king who turned from God and David was a good king and the predecessor for Christ moving on and then there was like this like like, it was just weird that like the bible tells the story of David and it ends at Goliath I was like there's a lot more shit he did that's pretty fucked up and we're just kind of in there now with him like I guess I'll take over the kingship I'm just so fucking worthless
0: you definitely if you reduce out all the uh, bad parts of the story I guess he sounds okay So, at this point, uh, basically, all the people of Israel start to talk. And the idea is, all right, Absalom was our kind of pretender king. He's dead. Uh, You know, that David guy wasn't so bad, really. Like, he did kill the Philistines for us. And, you know, we anointed Absalom, but why don't we just bring David back, right? We need a king. Yeah,
1: oopsie, Um, yep, I, I, uh, I jumped ship a little bit. Technically, I cheated on you and broke up with you and went with my new man. But now that he's dead, can I come back?
0: Yeah, like I was fucking your son, but now uh, you killed him. So can I fuck you again? Uh, It's really cute.
1: Yeah. Wholesome.
0: So King David specifically sends a message to Zadok and Abiathar. Those are the two priests that he ordered to take the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. So it would be safe in its rightful home. And he says to them, hey, why haven't you fuckers uh, asked me to come back? Right? Like, I'm your guy. You know, I I am the fucking king. I don't you want me back? Um, and he, he kind of says that about the rest of Israel. There's, he's like you talks to um, who specifically was it? He talks to uh, the elders of Judah. He says, you know, I, you're my flesh and blood. What? Why haven't you guys invited me to come back to my my quarters as king?
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It it, it really feels like. Well, first of all, with Zadok. And Abiathar, that seems like it's one point because he he sent them back specifically with the sort of the message like, hey, you know, I'm not taking the Ark of the Covenant with me. If God, I'm going to send it back to Jerusalem where it belongs. And if God wants me back, He'll bring me back. And then he's just sitting sure. there out in the wilderness, <laughs> be like, okay, guys, any minute now, any second, any day, anytime you want me back, just let me know. I mean, obviously, I killed the uh, usurper, so what's the fucking which is hold funny because this implies
0: that God isn't telling. The priests to bring David back, right? It it kind um,
1: of does. I mean the whole point was like David was like, let me I will leave myself to God and his judgment. And then he's sitting there like, where the fuck is God? Like
0: what the fuck I-? it's funny that God is not here now, right? There doesn't seem to be any sign of God, even though David is the man after his own heart, you know, the totally godless godliest dude of all time. And then God is fucking quiet. It's all very human political shit going on here.
1: It, it really feels like right now Israel has been at the fucking uh, whims of a giant Ouija board. And the yep. one guy that was kind of forcing all the answers to go wherever he wanted is now missing. And it's just a bunch of guys being like, I don't know. It's not moving. Is the, a, the Ouija board's broken. Is this Ouija board but, broken? Is God not talking to anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since David left, God's been oddly silent. That's weird. <laughs> you know? Nathan, nowhere to be seen. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So at long last, uh, he did win over the hearts of the men of Judah, and they sent for him. They said, listen, come on back, king, you and all your men. So he went as far as the Jordan. Now, the men of Judah came to Gilgal uh, to go out and meet the king and to kind of bring him back across the Jordan, I guess, ceremoniously. When someone runs down ahead of the men of Judah, this is Shimei, the son of Gera. You'll probably remember him from the last episode or two. Where he is a uh, family member of Saul and his ilk, and starts throwing rocks and dirt at David and his men when he's walking up to the Mount of Olives. So this guy, um, and and in fact, his men, David's men, tried to kill Shimei, and he said, "No, you know, if I'm in, if I'm this pitiful right now, if I'm getting fucked over by my own family, what do I care what Shimei thinks? He's probably right. You know, let me let me look sad so God brings me back." So earlier, David had basically saved this guy's life. Um, strangely. So, also with Shimei is um, a thousand Benjamites, who, of course, are also of the house of David, or uh, sorry, of Saul,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, along with Zeba. Well, who Saul is the was steward. from the house
1: of Benjamin. Benjamin. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. So they, I'm Saul was They're a all, Benjamite, yeah. Got yeah, it. yeah.
0: They're all family members. Um, Zeba is also with him, who's the steward that David gave all of Saul's land to, um, along with 15 of his sons and 20 servants. Um, and all these guys rush down basically to try to get in favor uh, before he meets with the house of Judah.
1: Yeah, it to me it's like um, to, to, the analogy I have for this is that David was like the man of the house, and his wife kicked him out and took in her new Latin lover. I don't know why he's Latin, but that's what it feels like. And <laughs> um, like uh, the Latin lover then challenged him, died, and now the woman's all by herself. Like, ooh, okay, this didn't work out. I really thought I could just kick him out and it'd all be good. And now shit's kind of weird. You know, she's like, okay, well, I have to like, he's like, aren't you going to welcome me back? She's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Super and all the people that were like, by the way, you're not my dad anymore. Ricardo is now they kind of got to run up ahead of time. Like, we didn't even yeah. like him in the first place. We're so glad to have you back, dad. Like <laughs> some fucking yeah. business fire situation. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. The dog is all like licking his shoes. Like,
1: oh, oh yeah, I was, I, I was always, but rooting for you. Weren't you the one that lit my shoes on fire and threw my fucking medals in the trash? He's like, yeah, that was just a show. I just, you know, obviously I was always had your back.
0: It is super awkward like that, uh, for sure. And Shimei, this uh, Benjamite, crosses over, lays down before the king. He's like, my lord, please don't find me guilty. Uh, Don't don't remember how I did wrong things to you. Forget all that. Uh, Put me (laughs) out of your mind. You know, I sinned and... I've come to you now before even the other tribes just to, just to, you know, meet with you and hopefully we can smooth this whole thing. We're good,
1: bro. Right? Like, yeah, Yeah. I was, I was fine to throw rocks at you and all your men when I thought you were fleeing and out the door. But now that you've gained all your power back, I feel real bad about the things I said.
0: (laughs) It is fucking pathetic. And Abishai, Joab's brother, who is also one of those three generals, uh, says, uh, shouldn't we just kill this guy? I mean, he cursed you. Uh, we need to fuck him up. Bloodthirsty dudes. But David says, weirdly, uh, what does this have to do with you? What right do you have to interfere? Should anyone be put to death in Israel today? Basically, he's like, look, there's been enough bloodshed. Although the question, what does this have to do with you, is a little bit condescending. Yeah. Because fuck well, do you, Abishai care. is aren't, your aren't, general. Yeah.
1: Aren't I the guy that kills people for you? And here yeah. I am offering to kill people for you. It's it's uh, it, It'd be like if, like, my butler and I were, like, out about the town and, like, this fucking hobo throws a milkshake on me. And he's like, oh, yeah. should I clean that up? And I'm like, what the fuck do you care? Like, that's it's kind of my whole job. I'm going to have to clean it up later. Like,
0: <laughs> it, It's really gross, too, because then David goes on to act like he was never disgraced how he was. He says, don't you know that I'm the king of Israel today? Like, don't you know that I'm in charge now? Who the fuck do you think you are, Abishai? Is that
1: how you re- read it? That's what he says. Oh, okay. Don't
0: I don't I know that today I'm king over Israel. Maybe like, that's. Don't a, I know? I've stepped back into my own. You know, you don't. I'm I'm not fucking killing nobody.
1: Okay, I read it. My my Bible, the New King James, says, "For do I not know that today I am king over Israel?" I thought that meant he was like, "I don't even know if I'm king over Israel." But
0: no, he's saying I know. he's oh. flexing. Okay, and he says he says to Shemari, uh, "You shall not die," and promised him on oath. Okay. Then we meet another character that's come waddling, or rather probably rolled up because he doesn't <laughs> have legs. Came in a cart. Yeah. Mephibosheth, right? right? Yeah. The, the lame son of Saul, who last we heard, if you remember, was going back to Jerusalem to try and find, basically, weasel his way into being king
1: again. Yeah. If we, right? If we recall from, I think it was the last episode ziba yeah. his servant who david put in charge of him david was like hey mephibosheth by the way ziba's now gonna be taking care of you i'm gonna keep a very close eye on you heir to the throne of saul uh, yeah. and ziba's now in charge and then later ziba was like hey man i just fled from mephibosheth i've got all this free food for you mephibosheth is a fucking traitor and he's trying to get you bro and david yeah. was like well how about you have all of mephibosheth's land and fuck mephibosheth
0: yeah, so the, the the deck is really shuffling around here. Mephibosheth is here. Um, it says that he hasn't trimmed his mustache or his taken care of his feet in a long time. He hasn't even washed his clothes ever since David left. Uh, so he's gross. You uh, got to take care of those feet in the desert. Those are fucking dirty yeah. fucking feet. Just filthy, dirty person. And they're probably clubfoot um,
1: and they have like weird folds.
0: Yeah, for sure. Gross. Uh, so the king says "The king says to him, hey, why didn't you come with me, Mephibosheth? And he's like, well, I'm lame, dude. Like, come on. I can't <laughs> like, where the fuck were you? Walk.
1: Why did you ride a battle with me? He's like, ride a battle with you? I can barely ride a donkey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he says, listen, I'll have myself strapped to a donkey so that I can ride along with you. I'll go with you now. But he said, let me, let me tell you something, though. Zeba, my servant, betrayed me, and he slandered your servant to my lord, the king. My lord, the king, referring to David, is like an angel of God. So do whatever you wish. You should kill all of my grandfather's descendants because they're a bunch of pieces of shit. So he's just totally turning on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but we know that he's the actual piece of shit. See, so, I so don't really- know.
1: My Bible's concordance says that Ziba was fucking lying. But he wasn't. Ziba took the donkeys, and ran off and said, by the way, Mephibosheth is headed to Jerusalem to steal your throne. Mephibosheth is like, listen, man, I haven't even bathed. I obviously haven't left the house, and I can't do anything without Ziba because I am a fucking cripple. I came all the way out here to let you know that all that shit Ziba said was bullshit, and I haven't left Jerusalem. I haven't tried to take your throne. I've just been, like, rolling around on the corner like a fucking flip turtle.
0: I believe Ziba. I don't trust this fucking dirty.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I tripping. think Mephibosheth is just a lame nothing. He's, def- and he's Ziba, definitely nothing. See, the way I took it and the way I interpreted the last time is that when Ziba was like, by the way, Mephibosheth is betraying you. And David's like, well, this is a good time to take away the inheritance of Mephibosheth and, and ruin Saul uh, line yeah. was because, well, David wasn't king anymore. He was just a fucking outcast. And he wanted to remove threats. You know, he wanted to remove all his rivals now. Now that sure, he's that back to being king, now it's time to like. Oh yeah, by the way, let's let's reset some of those uh, creeds, those wartime creeds I made. Let's let's come back on that. And okay. one of them is Mephibosheth, who now is like. Oh yeah, by the way, I wasn't lying in the first place. Oh, I guess we can just do an undo, huh?
0: And what's funny here is the way that David solves it. Instead of uh, ruling on one side or the other, he goes, "Don't say anything else. I order you and Zeba to divide the land." <laughs> he basically says. I'm washing my hands of this shit. You guys just split you it. You guys figure it out. And Mephibosheth, being a poor loser or whatever, Cunk. says, no, let him take everything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, what am I going to do? I can't even run.
1: Yeah. So, I I don't know. It just, it seems weird that, I guess we're not saying that David's infallible. Sure. And it certainly, Agreed. I mean, it, it seemed like before, uh, remember when the, um, I think it was the Gideons? Um tried to trick Joshua into not fighting The Gibeonites. The Gibeonites? The Gibeonites, yeah. Um, They were like, hey, man, we're from a distant land, and and we're here to – we don't want no trouble with you. And they were like, all right, yeah, shit, we'll have a treaty. And they were like, why didn't you infer to God? Why did you – someone lied to you, and the only reason you weren't able to tell they were lying to you is because you didn't ask God. And here's David, apparently the greatest fucking Jew that ever lived – uh, the precursor to Christ or whatever uh, is being lied to by somebody, and he's like, "Nah, just split up the land." Like, if he doesn't give a shit. I, I, I know there's a very famous story from Solomon about two lying bitches who come to him or some shit, and he and he finds a way to to figure out who's lying. But um, and I guess we'll come to that. But it seems weird that he's like, "Well, either you tried to betray me." Or Zeba betrayed me. Want to use Lion, and uh, I'm just gonna let you guys fucking fight it. I guess you know. I, I, I wash my hands. It just seems like a weird way to handle it.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely a uh, it's a gap in logic for this whole story. This whole chapter kind of sucks that way, though. Like it, it just, it's just a
1: really rough one. dude. It's, it, it,
0: it's like it's tying a lot of loose ends up, but not at all pulling it off. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I hate it, it.
1: Seems like a yeah, essentially chapter 19 seems like, and now we're back in business, and it's like uh, trying to re-sew the kingdom back together, but it's very weird how it goes about it. Yeah,
0: like they they had like 10 people in charge of doing this, and they were all editing it together as they went, and <laughs> like one joint document, and it just didn't come out it's, making any sense It's at like
1: all. the end of like uh, Lord of the Rings, where they come back to the Shire, and everything's all fucked yeah. up, and they're like, all right, but well. But that's fun. Yeah, that was fun, but <laughs> it's kind of like that, but it was written this by eight sucks. guys by committee or some yeah. shit.
0: In fact, speaking of it not making any sense, the next person we cut to is Barzillai the Gileadite, and you may remember him as I believe the guy that uh, David was safe with while he and his men were on the lamb back when Saul was king.
1: That's what it says, uh, but I don't remember this guy. I don't. I don't. I, I feel like I would have remembered Barzillai.
0: Yeah, it's a sweet name. But the, anyway, for they're saying reason, that.
1: Yeah, they're saying that Barzillai is, was the uh, was a rich man who sheltered David.
0: Correct. Now he's like eighty years plus. Dude's old as fuck. So he comes up to David. He's like, listen, man, I'm about to die. I'd love to come back with you to Jerusalem. Don't make me do that. I'm old. My bones hurt. Here's my servant. Take my servant to go with you to help out? I don't know. I don't know why. Don't know. And David's like, all right, fine. He can come along. I'll take him. And then I'll come see you sometimes. You just go back home and
1: chill. I mean, um, you're a rich guy. You shelter the king. I, I, I yeah. think the impression is is that his reward would be to be put into the king's court. And sort of, sure. you know, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you helped him become president. You expect to get a role of like in the department of energy, but.
0: It's kind of like, let's say Bill Clinton makes a run in 2024. He's coming back, right? <laughs> okay. He's going to be the, the president it's again. Round three. And Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein comes out of hiding. He's like, look, I'm getting old. <laughs> I can't come to the white house with you. The people there aren't a big fan of me. Look, here's a, here's a 14 year old girl or boy, whatever, whatever you want. Take them. <laughs> Do what you will in the Oval Office. I'm going to go back to Little St. Jeff too. I'm going to be fine. And he's like, all right, I'll come down and see you, bro. I'll come down to see
1: you later. <laughs> that's a dark one. But
0: uh, <laughs> I mean, that's right. That's almost exactly It, it what kind it of says.
1: seems that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's like, listen, uh, uh, how about do me a favor and take, what's this guy's name? Ham.
0: Oh, yeah. Kim Ham.
1: Kim Ham. Sweet uh, name. He's like, take Kim Ham with you. Let him be your servant and uh let him hang out with you. So the king's okay. like, all right, fuck it. I'll take him.
0: And remember Gilead, I re- I re- always remember Gilead because that's the area right across the Jordan that was run by I think R- Reubenites maybe and Manasseh.
1: It's been all over the place. Um,
0: cuz it's a it's a, it plays in it's a big part of like Stephen King's stuff. He always has Gilead.
1: Oh, uh, Manasseh was cuz uh, cuz the house of Joseph was split up on the Jordan. A frame yeah. was to the on west the of the side. Jordan and Manasseh was on the east, and they took Gilead. Yeah, In yeah, Some yeah. of a frame or some shit.
0: Correct. There. Um, okay, so Kim Ham, you're going to cross over with me. Barzillai, you go back home. So they all cross the Jordan. The king kissed Barzillai, who is now a huge character, bizarrely, and bids Barzillai farewell. Uh, when he got to Gilgal, Kim Ham crossed with him, and then all the troops of Judah and half the troops of Israel had taken the king over. So, boom, he's back in business, baby. Yeah, they, um, they, they,
1: There's this big show of them escorting David back to Jerusalem. And again, with it's that important analogy- to
0: note. Go ahead. It's important to note real quick that it's just the tribe of Judah are the only Isra- Israelites that are with him though, at this point.
1: Right. So Judah, who of whom David is of... Uh, makes a big show of like escorting him back to israel like we never had any fucking doubts like obviously
0: yeah we got uh, our boy
1: yeah we 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 the, the champ is back obviously the Judean we're gonna fucking take care of this boy um and it it's very uh again with that analogy it it's more sort of a show of David's not taking Israel in case you guys were wondering I'm not like just killing my son and like taking it back in bloodthirst. like like he did with Saul, which, you know, again, yeah. I, like, I didn't want that either. You know, it's, they want me so bad. Okay. You guys, if that's what you want, if you want Drag me, to me king, back across the Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was I'm fine. to in. Uh, it in. It, it's like when you're like, okay, yeah, I was fine to live in my car, but if you want me back, all right, well, <laughs> I guess I'll go back so, and live in the house I paid for.
0: <laughs> so at this point, um, all of the men of Israel then come to the King and they said, Hey, why did our bros, the men of Judah, steal the king away and bring him and his household across the Jordan with all his men? Like what's going on? Why is just Judah being involved in this situation? Yeah, I wonder why. And the men of Judah reply, "Well, we did this because he's closely related to us." Like, why are you mad? I, I mean, haven't you eaten have you eaten any of the king's provisions? We're not we're not like being bribed, right? This isn't a fucking a, another coup type situation like Absalom just pulled off. Yeah, they're, they're
1: kind of like, hey, David, why are you playing favorites to Judah?
0: Yeah. And and the, their defense is like, no, we're his relatives. We're, we're not being treated special. It's okay. So all the men of Israel say back to them, all right, well, real quick, we have ten shares in the king. I guess that means because there's ten tribes. There's ten tribes, yeah. Because yeah. um, Reuben's gone now, right?
1: I. It's and not that, mentioned. I don't know why they say ten I tribes. We haven't why. talked about reuben since honestly before joshua like, like Joshua or some yeah, shit yeah.
0: yeah it's weird so they, they don't mention it's the implication here is that if there's 10 if the other tribes make up 10 and judah's one there's only 11 tribes when at one point there was like fucking 13 but
1: it is whatever. weird that we haven't mentioned like now that i'm thinking about it yeah we have maybe haven't the men-
0: benjamites aren't involved
1: either it because they were already there m- it might Because technically there's 13 tribes, so if we consider Manasseh in a frame. So I'm not quite sure why they say 10. We haven't mentioned Reuben, but we also haven't really mentioned Simeon, who I know is on their way out. Uh, Simeon was one of the ones that was cursed to be sort of destroyed. Uh,
0: I more think that it might be Benjamites because the Benjamites are already there, right? Right. Uh,
1: so it, it would make sense that since the Benjamites are kind of their own separate deal because they're with Saul, they kind of get special credence. Yeah. And Judah is also one of the 12 tribes that they're excluding. So sure. maybe they I, – I, I feel like after all that bullshit in Judges about the Benjamites being destroyed, that I don't think we're at a quote-unquote uh, – I, I don't think Reuben is technically destroyed or is being referenced in that way at this time. Sure. So someone's missing, but whatever. Well, I don't Um, think someone's missing. I think they're like, hey, we're 10 tribes. They're like, hey, we're 10 tribes. They're not including, deliberately excluding Benjamin and Judah.
0: Okay. That's what I think. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, all the men of Judah, it says, uh, So I guess, so. first the Israelites say, you know, there's 10 of us. What the fuck? Um, Why are you treating us with contempt? We're a greater portion of Israel. Weren't we the first to speak about bringing the king out? And in fact, they were. Yeah. Judah was kind of the last. But it says the men of Judah pressed their claims even more forcefully than the men of Israel. And that's the end. <laughs> There's no explanation. Just that Judah was like, no, he's ours. It, it, he's, it, our, it, he's our it boy. It feels
1: like an argument over Thanksgiving dinner. And they're like, why does mom always favor you? You know, we're children too. And he's like, how about I fucking stab you? They're like, fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Or cool. it's not- like, you know, if it's like
0: uh, you're you're seeing your buddies for the first time, and or, okay, you leave town. Okay. All right, I'm gonna don't worry. I'm gonna wrap. This is gonna be a very very winding road we're gonna go. Let's down. do it. You leave town. You had your all your friends back home, but one of them was your best friend. Well, then all your buddies want you to come back. So they're inviting you back, but your best buddy hasn't said anything yet, and you're like, "What's the hell's up?" So you tell him, "You're like, hey man, all the other ten guys want me back. What's your deal?" And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna pick you up at the airport. I'll bring you in." <laughs> so you go. The the best friend picks him up at the airport. And then all the other buddies are like, what the fuck? We're the one that wanted him back. How come you get him? He's like, well, I'm his best friend. I get to do this. <laughs> and that's the thing. And then they fight. <laughs> yeah. Then they, well, they don't fight. Then they, the other 10 back down. So now all the Israelites have their King David back. That's where we're going to leave off for today. Yeah. End of chapter 19, Ugh. I should say. So God, hate we'll pick part. up next week in 20. I hated this part, man. <sighs> the, Bible's the, uh, rough. The, the killing of Absalom, right? Chapter 18 was fun. Yeah, that but is chapter funny. 19, the whole like mending the, the nation back together was so fucking convoluted, poorly written, random ass side characters we had right. forgotten pretty much. It didn't really get anything done. And also, the concordance and my uh, Google book. Had nothing to contribute.
1: It, it really feels like the end of Lord of the Rings where they're like, oh, the war's done. Back to the Shire. And then they're like, oh, and then the Eagles are there. And oh, hey, look, there's an end over there. Remember the end? So like, yeah, remember us? We were there once. You know, it, it, it just seems like they're just grabbing all these people from the previous chapters to be like, and then they were all happy. Didn't forget about here's them. What
0: I th- here's what I think. These names that are getting dropped are probably people that became prominent later and were making sure that they were added into the story, mm. you know, in the way that like, Let's say if you're commissioning a great mural by some artist in the Renaissance, you know, you're going to be like, hey, make sure you put my great grandfather in there, like helping, uh, helping whatever the king uh, fight that war, yeah, you know, kind of like inserting sense. your own lineage into these, uh, these happenings. That's what I would guess. Right, 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 right. It's like, and I'm an archaeologist so
1: <laughs> it's like when we think about the Iraq war we're always gonna remember Dick Cheney and Colin Powell and all the people and Grant that voice yeah, <laughs> all the people that came together and made that happen you know yeah
0: the heroes that were on the front yeah, lines yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> David Blaine all the people that lied to their respective communities <laughs> to force that war you know we'll always remember those guys David Blaine did
0: you say David Blaine
1: yeah why? Wait, which one was the prime minister of e-
0: England? Oh, David Tony Blair. Ah, David. Yeah. David. David
1: Blaine, the musician, magician. magician. <laughs> Him too. I'm sure he had a fucking part. I knew that was he, fucking close. He distracted all the Iraqi
0: troops while we killed their kids. Yeah, like
1: everyone was like, everyone was like, "Where's that evidence of the WMDs?" He's like, "You see this fucking pigeon," and they're like,
0: he's, <laughs> "He's like, he pulls up a giant curtain and they're all the, all the." Plutonium's gone. <laughs> well, it it was. When yet. I rewrite the history books,
1: David Blaine's gonna have a much bigger part in the run up to the. <laughs> see, Iraq this work. is
0: how. This is how that one dude from uh, Gibeon, or from uh, Gilead got. Like everyone was like, "What about Saddam
1: shit? Hussein?" And he's he's saying he doesn't have WMDs. They're like, do you see this guy encased in a block of ice for a week? They're like, "That is pretty cool." Ah, is all right, badass. let's fucking do it, you guys. I'm Joe Biden, and let's... I say yes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Nice, <laughs> nice
0: cherry on that. I mean, he did vote for the war, so yeah. Yep. Never forget that, America. Yeah. Uh, he's feisty. anyway. Um, so anyway, do you, have, do you have anything else to add about this app? I fucking I I, 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 I don't I'm, like I'm it. Burnt. I
1: I continue to not like the Bible. I like. Uh, I, I really do think about that child's book I saw where they're just like, and David fought Goliath. The end, everybody. And he was a king, and he uh, was great, and God loved him. Nothing else to look at there. Not
0: a and he kissed all the ladies. Not a
1: rapist, useless piece of shit who is just letting himself be walked over. Uh, "Quote unquote" man of God, piece of garbage. I, I don't get David, and I, I, I'll be eager to see this chapter done so we can talk about him in the recap. But
0: yeah, end of the book. David
1: Amen. in First Samuel. Just seemed like such an innocent lad who was being chased and sort of forced into this position of defense, you know? And he was like, why does everyone hate me? And the more we get into it, I'm like, I think it's a fucking bit. I think he just thinks that's his, like, uh, weak-ass way of, like, gaining sympathy while he does shitty things to people.
0: Yeah. um, It's definitely – it feels that he had his greatness hoisted upon him. Not – he didn't take it. You know, right? But again, besides the Goliath story, everything he does is fucking milquetoast bullshit. And I am tired. fed up.
1: I don't like him at all. And he just hashtag times it. up. He just seems so fucking weak and pathetic. I just get the vibe that, like, I feel like the reason why he didn't kill Shimei is because he's just not man enough to do it. He's like, yeah, yeah,
0: he's you know. just a fucking limp dick piece Whatever. of shit.
1: He, you know, if it's not killing Philistines, he's not even into it. You know. I agree. If it's not living as a like, it seems like his best days. Like I feel like David just sits there on his throne and be like, I really miss being a bandit king, killing women and children for fun. All this that was fun. All this running Israel shit, so tiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, he's back on the throne now, folks. So we'll be back soon to find out what this piece of shit does next. <laughs> I know there's going to be there is going to be some exciting stuff. He's so hopefully the priest, he'll redeem himself. He, he,
1: he's he's the he's the precursor to the. God, man, Christ. Just so in case you're wondering,
0: how dope he's going to be? Yeah, jeez, yeah. that's really it, setting the, the up more for I, a great Jesus. Yeah, the
1: more I, the more I read, like whenever I read outside text talking about David, they're like David, the the precursor for Christ. The the he set the stage, and, and Christ would be the second David and blah, blah. I'm like, goddamn, if Christ is the second David, then he's probably just going to be a big bag of shit. You heard it here first. Yeah. Well,
0: precom is considerably less cool than regular company <laughs> so maybe that's the kind of situation it is okay. where is just a lubricant right he's you know, just
1: he's just there that to,
0: gets he, weird and dry and sticky he's just
1: there to get your lips wet but <laughs> <laughs> good. what's our email address? Uh, uh,
0: so if you don't already follow us on twitter at a revelations i finally caved to twitter and took down our uh our Frank Reynolds meme, but then I put it immediately back up once they Fuck unlocked it. The so yeah. fucking got you, Jack Dorsey. Piece of shit. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com.
1: We're the only ones uh, telling truth to power. That's what, that's what we do. And about as I don't know, I don't, as about as as, about as uh, in, in much the same way as David, we uh, we just react as cowardly as we can. <laughs> just- yeah. <laughs> <laughs>